Good evening, grave robbers. Welcome back to the television graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Laura Prince and Noah Houlihan. We've come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows, mm -hmm. to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should just stay doomed. This is a podcast in which we've analyzed the history, the hype, and the aftermath of shows that run only one season, only one episode, or let's be honest, some weird stuff in between. With me as always is TV's Noah Houlihan. It's post-mortem time. So we are about to head into our hi our planned hiatus. Mm -hmm. uh, so we wanted we wanted to do the post-mortem. Yes. That we that we usually do customarily. In uh, at the end of a quote quote season. Yes, this is the season five post mortem. Season five. Yeah. So let's start by pouring one out. So today I have the final goodbye, because dear listeners, this is in fact the final episode of Stay Doomed to have a pour one out segment. We're not gonna do these anymore. We uh, decided that uh, it's, uh, it's not sustainable and it became a thing that we didn't enjoy doing anymore. Uh, yes, I was kind of, I was often editorializing and kind of making stuff up sometimes because I don't, uh, if we had to record late or if we had to record on a weeknight. Yeah, you didn't wanna do it anymore. I didn't, yeah, I just... It was fine when we were in quarantine, and it was like a fun, like, oh, it's, we're getting a little treat while we do our podcast, and this is fun. And once quarantine ended, and we were actually doing stuff, and we were pressed for time, it became quite the hassle. And it's funny, if you go back and listen, I don't remember exactly which episode it is. I think it's the post-mortem for season three. Yeah. I actually say... You know, some people think that the cocktails are fake and we're making them up. But I guarantee you, we're actually drinking them every episode. After, and we were. After that episode, we started lying a little bit. <laughs> after I made a point to say we're not, then we started to lie. And then we got to the point where we were just kind of like, there were always bits. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like, ah, it's a water, but we're saying this because they lied in the show. Ah, because often uh, we also don't uh, we don't tend to drink at home, mm -hmm. and so we very seldom have much in the house. Yes, we have a freezer with like a thin layer of airport bottles we've mm -hmm. acquired over time for this. Yes, so the the final goodbye is just a mixture of all the most commonly used ingredients. So it is a sparkling water. Grenadine, Blue Coruscant, Liquor 43, and 99 Bananas. <laughs> I could have put some, uh, a beatbox in there as well. I, I, I think we have a beatbox and a vibe in there. I am genuinely concerned uh, how long those have been in our fridge. Yeah, they've been there for a while because we haven't been doing this bit for a while. Yeah, we didn't do it. I mean... That should have been a big clue when we didn't do it for Tune Out. Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking cranberry ginger ale because it's something that makes me very nostalgic. 
But I also think like I was I was talking about my. Oh, drink. I'm sorry. Good. Uh, I'm drinking a cranberry ginger ale because it makes me very nostalgic and. Uh, Postmortem's a time where we get a little nostalgic mm-hmm. about the last year. I have pulled up. I went back to uh, where we were right before the last hiatus. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just kind of looking at season five. Yes, I have it pulled up as well. Uh, one other like little interesting thing I want to say before we, we start breaking down episodes uh, that I find interesting about this as a whole is... This season, our recording schedule is very different. Yes. We used to do a lot of recording early on a Saturday. Yeah, or like mid during the summer, it was usually midday on a weekday yeah. to stay inside when it was the hottest part of the day. So we had a bit because of when we were recording... In the middle of our recording, our coffee pot would go off. Yes. And a little song would play that, oh, here comes the interrupting coffee pot. Since then, we do not record at that time. And we've gotten a different coffee pot. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have that noise anymore. No. So rest in peace, interrupting coffee pot. You will be missed. Yeah. No. And that was really COVID era. Mm-hmm. Because we would be recording... And admittedly, we also would, like, sleep late. Yeah. And we'd also be recording days we made coffee at home. Mm-hmm. Now, I cannot remember the last weekend day we drank coffee at home. Yeah. Like, it's, we stop at a convenience store on the way. Yeah. yeah. Go to uh, Starbucks. Yeah. Like, we stop at, like, we're Philly Metro, and I think everyone knows we're Philly Metro. Yeah. We stop at Wawa. We get a lot of Wawa. Um, and, uh, yeah, so let's take a look at... The show this year, or this season, because it was a very interesting season. This was an odd season. There's a a lot of strange stuff in this season. We experiment a lot this season, and we decided to come back with an experiment, because we come back from hiatus uh, with a lost episode, because everyone was... uh, We did the Stay Doom questionnaire, which we'll do again. Yes. There is a link in this episode. Just to get your ideas of where you'd like season six to take us. Uh, And a lot of people really liked when we covered Lost Media. So we did the Lost episode of Sesame Street, where the Wicked Witch of the West shows up. This was a very interesting episode to do. This was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed doing this episode. I, I really liked doing a Lost Media. And with a lot of Lost Media... We kind of felt like we were racing against time mm-hmm. because sometimes with lost media, it's whack-a-mole. Like this oh, yeah. could be wiped mm-hmm. uh, because I, we will be talking about that exact phenomenon a little bit later on. Yeah, it, it could have been completely wiped out. So we wanted to get on it as soon as we could. Which is one of the first times we've been doing a piece of media at the same time other people have been doing the same piece. Yeah. And that's not usually our... MO. We don't usually, we're not usually part of the zeitgeist. Mm -hmm. So that's just, it's very funny to me. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was a very, it was a very successful episode as well. Uh, It was just, it was a lot of fun. And like, one of the things I remember we discussed about this is, are we just covering the Wicked Witch parts? Are we going to cover all the like songs and like things about different letters that happen in between? And then we absolutely had to because of how we felt watching it and like 
rediscovering what you looking at tiger and we all live in a capital i and and the creepy numbers the creepy numbers uh, what was the the spanish opening and close servado thing yes like we had to talk about it because it had such an effect on us yeah it was so surreal mm-hmm. and like just a thing you hadn't been and watched because like I think it's it's fair to say uh, we don't have kids. No, we do not. So this revisiting a piece of children's media we don't usually go back to was interesting. So then the next episode was another like long in the the queue episode. Something yeah, that, like we've been. This we, one was fun. Boy meets boy. You had fun with this one. <laughs> Um, I did, mm-hmm. uh, because I, this is to me a great stay doomed show. We yeah. had a lot of good conversation about it. A lot of good conversation about the clear producer meddling, mm-hmm. uh, the fact that it was a proto reality show and that it was very early in the reality craze. So they didn't know how to do it yet mm-hmm. and discussing how they would do this today there's also a lot of, like, solid bits in my notes. Mm-hmm. What I remember of this is, one, I feel like this is one of the few shows that didn't really get a fair shake to impress us. Because the version we watched was on YouTube and had clearly been slowed down. Yes. And we didn't realize it until we watched, like, the last episode. And it's interesting, like, now, most of the time when I watch YouTube... I put it on 1.25 speed. Really? Yeah. Because I just want to get through it as quickly as possible and and get more media inside my eyes. So I'm often, like, watching things a little bit sped up. And uh, had I done that for this, perhaps it would have been more tolerable. (laughs) Like, I'm looking through my notes here, and I had so much fun doing the notes on this. Uh, like, there's a contestant who I had to dig through to find his name because through my notes, I call him knockoff John Darnielle because <laughs> he looks like we have the mountain goats at home. Yes, I remember that. Also, like, I remember this was a rare episode where it was a planned two-parter and we got halfway through it and looked at each other and went, this is a single episode. Yes. We... We're not going to have enough to say because not enough happens. Yeah, how we really thought this was going to have more substance. They spent a half hour with this guy just trying to climb a boulder. It was like, bad. Oh, they're going to climb a boulder later. Get excited. Oh, something goes wrong. Uh, they climbed a boulder and everything was fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, then we had another kind of like offbeat episode. But uh, what I get, like, based on what I'm seeing here is kind of one of our most infamous episodes. And that's, we did a TV special in The Grinch, the musical. And we were saying it was doomed in that they don't play it anymore because it was horrible. It was bad. And uh, this was a torturous one because we had already watched this one. Yeah, and it it was bad the first time, too. And it was bad the first time. And then we watched it again. Uh, And it's... The vast majority of it is not fun bad. Like, there's parts of it that are fun bad, mm-hmm. but the vast majority of it is just lame bad. 
And this was the first time we experimented doing this, and it's something we need to go back to. This is the first Stay Doomed short. Yes, this was fun. Where we, we took a little cut of it, and of the podcast, and added some video, and it does amazingly, this little Grinch short. And uh, this he is going to be... He pooped in the dog's face. <laughs> yeah. The Grinch farts in Maxis's, because there's two of them, faces, and one of the Maxes wipes something out of his eye. The Grinch shit on the dog. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, This was something that we should be doing more often and then just kind of fell off. For some reason, like, the next couple episodes I felt really played into having shorts. Yes. Uh, There was also a plan that I was going to go back and listen to old episodes and pull shorts out of them. That might be something that happens during the hiatus. Yeah, I actually... When we when we finish up, I actually want to talk about going back and listening to old episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was that was the Grinch. Uh, another interesting one, kind of a lost media type thing, was uh, first night twenty thirteen with Jamie Kennedy, and basically Jamie Kennedy was trying to become the next Dick Clark and kind of do a New Year's Rocking Eve for the West Coast. Which is a great idea, but this is a disaster. It really is. Uh, shortly after we made this episode, Jamie Kennedy took it down. Did he? Yeah. So you can no longer watch it. At least not the way that we advertise in our episode that you can watch it. This is one of our most popular episodes of the season, this first night, 2013. My my notes in this are unhinged. Yeah? Because it's so much happening that I'm trying to keep up. Mm-hmm. Uh, highlights include too challenging for you. <laughs> uh, because I think that's the first time I start doing that. And that was a theme of this season was me yelling that a lot. The, yeah, the James A. Caster bit. Uh, me keeping account of how many people appear who have since been canceled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a bunch. Mm-hmm. And how many 2007 humor jokes we are hearing on New Year's Eve 2012. Yeah. Like, oh man, because this opens with just Jamie Kennedy bombing doing stand-up. You guys sure are quiet. Yeah, and and like, obviously bombing. Uh, Macy Gray just not bothering to sing. Yeah. And then her incredibly capable background singer covering for her. It's such an odd thing. Oh, and the dirty puppets. The dirty puppets were horrible. Bone Thugs and Harmony show up to sing first of the month, which is fun. It's the first of the month. It was so odd. It was. Uh, what what an experience. That's an episode to go back to and really, like, enjoy. <laughs> uh, I gotta go back a page. Weep. Our next episode would be Conquer Fort Boyard. Yes, this was a Patreon... uh, Request. Request. And very interesting, like very... uh, What's it called? Uh, American Gladiators-esque show. Uh, We've done a couple of these shows. And uh, what a weird, just like, failure of a TV show. It just, it lacked any charm. 
that like your crystal maze has and your uh and it was such an odd it, it was also like odd contestants mm-hmm. like we couldn't figure out if we were supposed to like anybody yeah like it, it was before reality tv so like there wasn't the established way to set up a hero and a character through confessionals and things like that it's always weird when we do uh when we do a game show, like there, like because we don't, we only watch an episode because they're very repetitive. Yes. Um, then, the, the next episode, uh, we just got back from Magfest. Yeah, we got back from Magfest, uh, from Magfest, and we had planned on doing a on the road, and I think it just didn't turn out. Uh, we. It, the uh, audio just corrupted. Yeah. So it's just like, ah, well, this isn't happening. Uh, so there's just something that says Stay Doomed Apology. And it's got five comments. <laughs> Does some it? Of them are, some of them are from me. Uh, but uh, I see Apology and my first reaction is, Noah, what did you do? And then I said, I done messed up. <laughs> And oh, also because uh, I appear in the thumbnail, uh, the Danish Guy Review says, I forgot how Hank Greenish you look. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. And I respond, morning, John. Good morning, John. Uh, uh, yeah. Hank Green, who would lead, who inadvertently kind of became a character in my year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, Hank Green, it's, there's a lot, that's a, that's some, Foreshadowing for some difficulties we will come across later in the season. Uh, so then we have this very interesting set of, yes. uh, of episodes. We get a set of episodes in which I do not appear. No, Lara goes on vacation and I do Blood Drive. And I think Blood Drive is going to be two parts. And Blood Drive ends up being four parts, I believe. Yes. Like, we, we end up doing Blood Drive for a while. And three. I, wait. Th- so three four. Four. Yeah, it's four. Four, but there's one between. Because I believe what I end up doing is I do... Four is released as, like, an interstitial between main episodes because yeah. we still were recording episodes. Yeah, it was really odd. I really wanted to finish Blood Drive, but Blood Drive, like, does so poorly. In the numbers. Does it? Yeah, like, because the first episode of Blood Drive goes up and gets blocked through copyright strike. And then when I re-upload it, like, there's just a loss of interest because it goes up the wrong day and there's, like, these problems. And, like, the the parts of Blood Drive, let me just take a quick peek here. Uh, yeah, the most watched part only has 30 hits. Wow. Yeah, like, for something that I super enjoyed doing, it, like, nobody paid attention to these episodes. And it was also very special in that this was the first time we did a watch-along. Laura wasn't there, so I did a watch-along with the patrons. And because we, I'm a coward. We watched the first episode of Blood Drive, and I remember uh, our one of our patrons, Xavier, I was like, what did you think? And he just said, um, uh, uh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Blood Drive is still something super special to me that I absolutely love. It bums me out that... Because I actually get, like, emotional 
at the end of this. You do. Because it's something that's very special to me. And what I end up saying at the end is blood drive should be given your respect and something that people like really love. Uh, I really thank you for experiencing this show, even if it's just through my show. And then it turns out nobody did. So, I know. Uh, by the way, just for the record, I am only looking at YouTube currently. I'm not looking at. Our- I actually have Podbean up. Yeah, I don't. Because have that. for me, it's easier to like. Yeah. But it's still like about ten to fifteen downloads fewer than an average episode. Yeah, it's just for some reason did not really catch fire, despite the fact that there are shorts from Blood Drive that did decent numbers. Uh, where did my, my blood drive short? Yeah, th- there's a blood drive short that did really, really well because I mixed it with Taylor Swift. Yes. I remember because I watched that. Yeah. Because there's a part where Slink goes, it's me, hi. And then I cut it to, I'm the problem, it's me. Because I, I know I was home when you were recording some of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like... You were so desperate to Cody Rhodes it and finish the story. Yeah. I mean, it's special to me, and I truly love it. Um, and I had a lot of, like, good information about it. And, like, if you go through, like, they're big, chunky episodes. Like, they're, they're like, hour and a half episodes. And I did four of them alone. <laughs> so, it was very important to me that I get this out. Uh, and, uh, unfortunately, it just... But I'm looking at it now. What's very strange is I had to re-upload Blood Drive Part 1. And for some reason, I I cut some stuff out and it ended up being longer. So I wonder what happened there. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, But yeah, I love Blood Drive. Uh, Go back and experience those episodes because they're great. It's a very hard show to find. I actually bought it on YouTube to do this. And then, uh, for something completely different, Bamamation. Bamamation was fun. It was a cute, silly, jackass cartoon. Yeah, uh, I, I forget, at this point, what was going on with Bam. Because Bam's in, like, was in that, like, heat with, uh, with Jackass Forever. Yes. Yeah, so... Back this is about in, a year after that, though. Yeah, so... He, he's had a very rocky mm-hmm. run. Yeah. Uh, but this was a very interesting look at... And if you've been following the show for a while, we're big Jackass fans. You we are. You wouldn't guess that about us. But man, do we love Jackass. <laughs> so uh, we've done a lot of, like, Jackass projects and stuff for the show. We did the, the Shark Week. We did... Uh, uh, the what was the Blastazoid? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Jackass Thirty was the first film you and I ever saw together. It was. It was indeed. That's uh, yeah. That's there's a, a peek into how strange we are. Uh, and then Razimonth. Razimonth. What an interesting Razimonth. This was a particularly difficult Razimonth to me. Uh, so we we start off not that difficult. Yeah, we start with. Pinocchio, uh, which ended up with three shorts. Capital! I'm Keegan Michael Key. Well done. Out of that episode? Uh, this was a fun one. Uh, 
I'm gonna be honest. Like, I know we both hated this. This is a movie I think about a lot because I want to do a video essay on it. Yeah. Uh, because I have the theory that Pinocchio is meant to actually be his dead son. Yes. There's like some imagery that implies that. And I would love to do a breakdown on it because it's absolutely insane that this movie exists. What a miserable film this was. It's not great. Like, we... It did not justify its existence at all. I become grateful for it later. Mm-hmm. Remember when Jiminy Cricket yells at himself? <laughs> That's a real thing that happens. Yeah, like, I... This, to me, is so... A return to form... Because I was looking over my old, old Stay Doomed notes recently of, like, season one. Yeah. And there's so much more disjointed and more commentary mm-hmm. than I started to get more into, like, making sure I could successfully recap. Right. This, because it's the story of Pinocchio, uh, we get things like, you shouldn't poke your goldfish, you weird old man. Um, what a great set. Blue fairy don't want no scrub. Yeah. <laughs> because she's make, she's like yelling at Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Oh, man, what a truly terrible film. <laughs> it's just a lot of CGI noise. <laughs> Except for the, like, three minutes where Cynthia Erivo gets to sing, and mm-hmm. then the movie's good, mm-hmm. and then she stops singing, and I have a note, why does Geppetto get more songs than Cynthia Erivo? <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, then we we had a guest. We don't usually have a guest. Yes, this is very rare. Uh, but uh, my sister joins us, Sean Houlihan, to talk to us about Good Morning because she is a huge fan of Machine Gun Kelly and Mod Son. I, bless her, I would have really liked to have been able to be more honest about this movie on the mic. Uh, we kind of are a little bit softer on this film. Than we were. Than we were to anything else because a huge fan was there. Uh, uh, than we were even off mic discussing it beforehand. Yeah, so that it's a very odd episode. Uh, I don't like how that episode sounds from a tech perspective because we were in a different place. Yes, and we didn't know how to like deal with the acoustics there. Yeah, so uh, you know, here we're in uh, Stay Doom Studios. You know, there is a little bit of an echo, but it's not too bad. Uh, yeah. And and we can we, we deal with it in post and stuff. Uh, then this is so weird. We stop doing Razzie Month for an episode to do Cash Tornado. It's not weird. Um the patrons actually asked that we break up Razzie Month. Oh, is that what happened? Yes. Is, was this at a uh, a call from our patrons? Yes, I actually recall this. And they requested that we break up Razzie Month. Because Razzie Month is not always that popular. I mean, the numbers say otherwise. Uh, well, it's not that popular with our patrons. That's true. Uh, but we chose to do Cash Tornado, which... I, when I found it, I thought it was something like kind of special. And it was like especially weird because it was... Like, the concept tape? Yeah, it was like a... It was the game show equivalent of, like, a spec script. Yeah. Or, like, a proof of concept, which we've done once or twice before. Uh, The Sailor... The American Sailor Moon. Yeah. Was more of, like, a spec video. And basically, Cash Tornado was something that your state lottery could buy. And then you could sell lottery tickets to appear on Cash Tornado. 
Yes. And so what we end up watching is not a game show, not a real game show. Everyone there is fake. Like, they're actually playing. Um, So it's a lot of, like, discussion on game theory. But it's all, like, super luck-based. So this is a very odd episode of Stay Doomed, in my opinion. Because I usually like doing uh, game theory episodes where we talk about, like, why a game doesn't and does work. Mm -hmm. But this one is so odd. Because it's not, it's almost not meant to be entertaining. It's meant. It's a commercial for the lottery. Yeah. So that one was quite odd. And then what? Oh, what time is it? It's Morbin time. It's Morbin time, everyone. We we got to do Morbius, and man, this is so the spirit of the Razzies to me. Absolutely. Exactly what this was. This was. Ooh, the old Marvel logo. The one without anyone from the MCU. Uh, this was fun. Oh, it's Nolan Batman, but dumber. Yeah. <laughs> Buttload of bats. Batload. <laughs> uh, I also get called a fake nerd in the comments for this one because I talk about how in uh, the comics he wants plasma, not blood, mm-hmm. which is not true. They just say plasma in the Fox TV show because the Fox TV show wouldn't let a kid show say blood. So there's a fact. (laughs) Morbius, what a time to be alive. This is the epitome of what a Razzie movie should be. And then we hit, like, the dark side of the Razzies. My my notes have the word morb, morby, morbs. In just various parts of speech. (laughs) She bleeds and Morby almost morbs. (laughs) Nearly morbs, but doesn't morb. Whoops-a-doodle. Morby gonna morb so hard. He cries morbily. (laughs) (laughs) The bats are morbing him or something. Yeah. Ooh, multiverse crap. (laughs) Yeah, what a weird movie that was. It was... This was a fun Razzie episode, though. Like, this... And I would actually argue The King's Daughter is an interesting Razzie. King's Daughter, like, I remember having a lot of fun with. I remember I wanted to make a short out of this one, and then I didn't. Like, it's not good. No, But it's just... But I remember thinking about... This This made us really think about the Razzies a lot. Mm-hmm. Because it didn't... It didn't seem bad enough. It just seemed like, oh... It's for girls, and it's it sat on the shelf for five years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's one. Uh, my body will be dashed upon these rocks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that was a big theme for some reason. Well, every yeah. single, every, almost all of the Razzie movies, except for the last one, had a my body will be dashed upon these rocks moment. Yeah, where they were jumping, they were jumping I think or Good morning, off a cliff. Good Morning also had one. Yeah. <laughs> Pinocchio has the original one. Yeah. These rocks. And then Good Morning had one, and The King's Daughter and Morbius both have like falling to their death moments. Mm. And by The King's Daughter, I looked at you while we were filming it and went, My body will be dashed upon these rocks. 
And, and we all had a good time with it. We all had a really good time. And then along came Blonde. This is the first thing we've ever tapped out of. This, and still made an episode. Because we did tap out of uh, Time Traveling Bong and never made an episode of it. But we felt like we had to do it because it was Razzie Month. And and it was also the movie that went on to win worse. Yeah. And, like, the description starts with, the Razzies used to be fun. Yes. And this is just so awful and tragic and gross that we just were like, granted, if we watched the whole thing, there might have been and my body will be dashed upon these rocks moment, but we'll never know. Because this was horrifically terrible. It made... It made it not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. This made the Razzies no longer fun. To the point where uh, I think we've evaluated it and in the future we will no longer be doing every worst picture. We are going to be taking it case by case. We'll take it case by case. That being said, nothing was going to save us from Blonde Mm -hmm. because on paper this is one we would have done. Uh, I notoriously hate the uh, author of the book mm -hmm. Blonde was based on. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've heard of like a parasocial relationship. This is a parasocial nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joyce Carol Oates does not know I exist, and I dislike her. Yeah, and run on spite of her. <laughs> I dislike her more strongly than anyone I can think of in my yeah. personal life. But like, if it wasn't a true story, and if there wasn't a real human being being exploited here for the horrible, horrible things that happened to her, if this was a true work of fiction, there would have been a lot of things to kind of point and laugh at in this movie because there are some abysmal choices here in terms of filmmaking, performance, everything. But uh, this is just atrocious in the way it treats a real person. Yeah, like it's the same issue we had with... Uh, what was the uh, Hilary Duff film? Uh, Haunting of Sharon Tate. Of Sharon Tate, yeah. It, it had that same kind of, like, ugliness. It had that same just disgusting revisional history to serve an agenda. Yeah. And then, for something completely different, uh, this actually, I believe, is our most successful episode this season. It is the first show that we've ever covered that has zero episodes. And it's another solo episode. You did not join me on this journey. Because I was scared. It's learning with Pibby. I, I don't think you were scared. I think there was another reason you just couldn't... I think you had something to do. Because I was just like, I'll do learning with Pibby. It's five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I had more personal... Things this season mm-hmm. than usual. <laughs> yeah. So I, you were away doing something and I was like, I'll just do learning with Pibby. And this is a really good episode. I really like this episode because I think I, I give this a stay doomed because there's a lot of like discussion about what learning with Pibby is, the idea of learning with Pibby, and what was happening with Warner Brothers Discovery at the time mm-hmm. and how it was destroying all of its cartoons and, like, what happened to Infinity Train and things like that. Yes. And there was just kind of this idea of, we could have this show, but it'll never be this show under its current circumstances. 
So there's some really good stuff. Learning with Pibby is such an interesting phenomenon. And I did it March 22. And... Or March 22nd, rather. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I say in it is... The, the last chance for Pibby to show up is April Fool's Day this year. Because it started as an April Fool's Day joke. And now, one year later, April Fool's is around the corner and it didn't happen. Yeah. So. But we got some interesting views. Uh, a lot of people, like, talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had some nice, like, discussion about it in the comments. Uh and, like, there was discussion of, like, the storyboards and how the storyboards were going to have, like, Dragon Ball Z and He-Man in it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's very good. And I love, uh, the Danish Guy Reviews pulls out my final, like, conclusion. So, in the end, no one will be happy. And calls it the catchphrase of the internet. <laughs> Uh, so then moving on from that, we have a Muppet tier list, which was a special episode that we had done for our uh, crowdfund crypt that we we did. Again, we were dealing with something that we, we were was taking up all of our time. Yes. So we put that up. Still fun. I love yeah. the tier list episodes. Uh, we do them on occasion and uh, they're always fun. That's all I really have to say about it. Yeah, I love the Muppets. Then, this is a very interesting time, we do Total Forgiveness. This is probably my single favorite thing we watched this season. Probably, yeah. This is so interesting. We still have a dropout subscription. Because the plan was I was going to use a free subscription that had been gifted to us. And we were going to do a bunch of these. And we watched Total Forgiveness and then we got into... Game changer and make some noise. Like, let's just keep dropout forever. <laughs> we paid for a year, so. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> um, absolutely loved it. Total Forgiveness is a show that we've, like, passed on to friends. Yes. Like, you need to see this. To the point where our friends made our other friends watch the uh, Drunk Alley clip. Yes. Where Alley gets drunk at work and they start typing nut in the slack. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched that recently yeah. at a friend's house to explain Nut with Two T's. Yes. Nut. Uh, fantastic episode. Oddly, uh, on the YouTube side of things, part one does amazing, part two does not. Huh. Yeah. I don't know why people don't carry over on that one. But it was such an interesting thing, and it is still one of the greatest reality shows I've ever seen. Yeah, I remember this one being sort of difficult to consider a stay tuned because it, whereas its quality was extremely high, there was the feeling of they could never do it again. Yeah, it gets over the garden walled. Yes. I believe it's only the second show to really be uh, stay doomed by virtue of the over the garden wall rule. Yeah, of just like, yeah, this is done. It's a complete story. So... What a great... Man, two long episodes. We really discussed this one because we loved it. It was so good. Uh, Then episode Blink-182 is the Orson Welles show. Something I'm really glad we did because I love Orson Welles. I really deeply enjoy that I somehow didn't find out about the part you didn't want me to find out about. So 
This was a Patreon vote, and in the poll, I actually wrote, don't tell Lara the surprise. Because the patrons can talk to us on Discord. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't do it. Because the Muppets are a guest. And nobody told me. No one told her. And on top of that, they announced it at the top of the show. And Laura missed it. Like, she was looking at her notes or the phone or something. I was writing down something someone else had said. Like, I was trying to, like, frantically take... I will occasionally occasionally miss stuff because Mm. I am trying to feverishly take notes in real time. Uh, I do not, I I do not uh, want you to have to pause it often. Yeah, we try not to pause and like rewind unless there's a moment where it's like, wait, what was that? Like, but for the most part, we try to experience it as if it was a TV show, not a recording. Right. Uh, So... Orson Welles' show, very interesting. Uh, I always find it interesting to watch magic on TV. Yeah. Because there's there's such a falseness to TV that it's hard to, like, do magic on television. Yes, because it could be editing tricks or what mm-hmm. have you. But, you know, it's, it's fun to watch, and Orson Welles is a treat. He's fun in this uh, one. <laughs> the, the description says, ah, Orson Welles. Known across the world for his excellence. I, I always think of him with the brain. Yes, because the brain is based off of Orson Welles. Yes! My, my Orson Welles is not great. No, I believe we discussed that. You're no Maurice LaMarche. I am no Maurice LaMarche. Uh, then we did United States Taskmaster. Right, I'm going to say it again. This is our most popular episode this season. because Easily. We very well with this episode. Uh, stay doomed, U.S. Taskmaster. We love Taskmaster. Ron Funches and four people who don't do as well as Ron Funches in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, such a weird train wreck. Um, I know that like when I posted this to the Taskmaster subreddit, the reaction was, Oh, sweet, we get to dunk on American Taskmaster again. Because <laughs> people love hating it. <laughs> If you like UK Taskmaster, US Taskmaster feels incredibly disappointing. Uh, it's just a formatting thing. I, I also, I'm going to be honest, I think Taskmaster needs swear words. It absolutely does. Because um, I think when there's obvious censorship, it's just not the same. Uh, what's interesting is a lot of the comments on this episode uh, ask us if we're going to do or watch... New Zealand Taskmaster. I've heard nothing but good things. And I respond to all of them. It's next on the list, and then we never did. Because I can't find an easy way to watch it. I, I <laughs> Why thought... is it not on YouTube? I thought it was. We, I thought it was as well, but it, it's not the full episodes. There's like clips and stuff. Huh. I, for some reason, thought the Taskmaster... Uh, YouTube channel had it, but I guess they don't. Yeah, it's not there. It's very odd. But yeah, we love Taskmaster. We love talking about Taskmaster. We'll be talking about Taskmaster a little bit later in this episode uh, as we go back to that well. Uh, I love Taskmaster so much. So much. (laughs) We've just we we've watched all of it already. We're gonna watch it all again. Yeah, we're we're currently in the middle of season six, just rewatching all of it. It's become 
Um, I played the board game last night. <laughs> it, it's definitely such a comfort show for oh. so many people. Mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting because a lot I know a lot of people for whom The Office is a comfort show. And then I know a lot of people for whom Taskmaster is a comfort yeah. show. It is so good. I love it. I love it so much. And then I was very upset about the reception to this one. Because this one doesn't do very well. And it's I... Viva Lachlan. Doing this one. Oh, me too. Uh, somehow there are no copyright flags on this one because uh, I thought for sure there would be because of all the copywritten music. I think I very carefully edited this one. I believe you did. Uh, but Viva Lachlan, like, we only have those two episodes and they are something else. They're so peculiar. But it's a bummer just because, like, it was so legendary to us because I remember a member of our Patreon. Because we had mentioned that we wanted to do Viva Lachlan, but we didn't have the footage. And they were like, yo, both episodes are up on YouTube right now. And then we were we dropped everything. Go, 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 go. Uh, yeah, it's so odd of a show. And we spent a lot of time like breaking down what this show was, where it was going, what the plot was going to be in the future. Like... You were telling us what happens in the British version. And yes, because this is based on an English TV show. Yeah, so like, here's the solution to the puzzle and all that other stuff. But yeah, it's it's an odd show uh, in general. Uh, one that I think about to this day. Because there's the scam that they pull where uh, they have a guy come in and like win big. Yeah. And... Uh, it turns out it's a friend of his, but during when he's playing poker, he makes it look like he's trying desperately to make him lose because he doesn't want to lose all this money, which is not the message you want to send people. Like if you start winning, the casino will actively try to stop you. <laughs> it's very odd. It was... It, it was such a bungled show of... You have Hugh Jackman and you don't isolate his vocals. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, even then, was a theater star. He was a theater star before he was Wolverine. Yeah. And so I thought it was just a strange... The the musical aspect of it never seemed like anything more than a gimmick. Yeah. That's, and an that's unnecessary that's gimmick. <laughs> uh, then we did Evil Knievel, which I love that we did this. What a weird thing to do. And that's the problem with Stay Doomed in general, is like, there's the clickbaity, like, oh my god, they're finally covering Orson Welles or Taskmaster US. And then there's just like these real weird shows no one's thought about again. And that's what I prefer to cover. Yes. And they don't do well, because <laughs> no one knows what we're talking about. Yeah, people... The ones that do well are the ones that are marketable, for want of a better term. I mean, our Patreon still talks about McDuff the Talking Dog. <laughs> that one was fun. Uh, and that's the stuff I'm looking for. It's like, yo, you won't believe this exists. And uh, we tried to do that with Evil Knievel. And Evil Knievel is nowhere near as good as uh, Macbeth the Talking Dog. McDuff is still... One of my favorite all-time moments of our show. Oh, yeah. Did you miss where he was a ghost? I did. I what? Did. Uh, but I will say it again, because I always say it during this episode. 
But one thing we need to do in the future is Super Dave Osborne. Because I love Super Dave, and he's had three failed shows. Uh, so, add it back to the queue. <laughs> uh, then we got Boldly Going Nowhere, which is another very like interesting one. Uh, created by... Uh, this is Bruce one where Sonny. it's purely on, for want of a better term, pedigree. Of like the creators and the actors. Mm. Of this had all of the ingredients to at least get a proper run. Yeah, and it it just misses. It just doesn't hit where it's supposed to. And uh, on top of that, the one thing I remember about this is the theme song was We're on the road to nowhere, which immediately gets blocked on YouTube. Yes. So there was like a search for what the last line of dialogue was. Because in every version we watched... The audio cuts out when that song starts playing. So, like, the very last line is like, Captain, where do you want to go? And then it cuts to silence. And we looked and we looked and we looked and then we finally found it. And he says, anywhere but here. And, like, the pointlessness of that really, like, put a button on this show for me. Uh, Then we got Mystery Media. I was so angry. (laughs) Yeah, we tried something new. It didn't do well as an episode, but I thought it was an interesting concept. Uh, This is the one that we had Laura watch live. We did kind of a watch-along. Yeah, I realized I don't have notes for it because of that. Uh, But I put mystery media. Maybe I'll go back and actually change what this says to, like, reveal what it is. Uh, But it was Mr. McMahon's ass. A cartoon where Mr. McMahon's ass from the WWE has arms. So weird. Very, very odd. Uh, It's like three minutes. (laughs) Like, the episode itself is 30 minutes long, and we watch the full cartoon. (laughs) So bizarre. That's an interesting one, just because I'm the research department in that one. Yeah, because I don't know anything, because I don't even know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Which was very peculiar to me. Uh, We also had to sit differently because we had to sit next to each other instead of across from each other, which was weird. So we could both watch the screen. Yeah, and that was a weird way. I realized I don't love recording that. Yeah, that's why we don't do it that way. Um, Then we had Let's Make a Love Scene, one of our more recent shows. This one was fun. This was really fun. Uh, Sassy Smurf from Ted Lasso hosts as... Two women go on, or two women, two people go on a date, creating a movie love scene. And it's it's so awkward and so problematic. Yeah, there's so many issues with this show, but very unique. <laughs> like, I could understand why you would think this was a good idea, uh, but it ain't. It ain't a good one. Uh, it was a lot of fun to do for Stay Doomed while being mm-hmm. a not very good show. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a great way to put it. Um, then we did uh, The Push with, what's his, something Brown. I forget his first Darren name. Brown. Darren Brown. This, I don't know how I feel about this episode. Okay. Because I was really big on doing it. You really were. Because I believed that it was supposed to be a full show where they showed the same experiment five times. And in the end, I wasn't sure if that was true. 
but the secret reason I wanted to do the push is one of our best episodes is Push Nevada. Okay. And thus, when you search Stay Doom Push, you would get Push Nevada and this. Okay. So I thought it would kind of help in the numbers. Plus, if people were looking for this, they would find Push Nevada, things like that. Uh, didn't seem to work as a, as a scheme to, <laughs> to get listens and stuff like that. And I don't know. Um, I just remember watching it being like, is this a Stay Doomed? Or is this just a TV special that is not doomed? I never really got the impression that it was going to ever really make it to series. Because the big reveal at the end is we've actually run this experiment four other times. And I was like, oh, those were going to be other episodes. Ha! And I don't know if that's true. Um, and it, it's tough just doing something like this in that, like, it could all just be lies because it's a magician. Yeah. They're going to lie to you. So, I don't know. I, I feel a way about that episode. That's probably the one I regret. Yeah, like, I don't... Re- I don't feel strongly enough to regret... Like, I regret watching Blonde. Yeah, right, right. I didn't regret watching The Push. Right, like, there's the regret of watching, and then there's the regret of it being a Stay Doomed episode. That's fair. Uh, I think Blonde is an interesting Stay Doomed episode still. Yeah. In that, like... Because it kind of shines a light of, like, yo, this is super not okay, and what are the Razzies doing now? Like, what, what is what is the point of the Razzies these days? Yeah, and how many times... We, we talk about how many times the Razzies had to walk things back because they did things that were mm. uh, not cool. Because yeah. that, that was the year they had... This year was the year they had nominated a very young child for Worst Actress. Yes. Yeah. And it yeah. was just unkind. Yeah. It's just kind of... And they had to walk really back, like, Worst Bruce Willis... Because it came out that he was suffering from a degenerative neurological disease. Yeah. Degenerative neurological disease. And, like, I understood the bit because, like, Bruce Willis pumped out ten films that year. Uh, and we kind of had, like, a chat where it's like, is he a cop in all of them? And he was a cop in, like, most of them. And then it turns out, like, he was trying to make as many movies as he could because he soon would not be able to. He's essentially already nonverbal. Yeah. It, it's very fast to progress. Yeah. It's it's really sad. Um, and, and it's starting to make the Razzies right. feel mean-spirited in a yeah. way that it is no longer before. fun. Yeah. So that's something we will discuss when we get to that bridge. If how many of those movies we'll be doing. Uh, let's talk about a good thing. Uh, the Jim Henson exhibition. This is a very special episode. It's a special treat, is what I say in the uh, description for this one. It's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to listen to Laura cry for an hour straight. Do, 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 do. <laughs> but, uh, like, good cry. I I got very emotional yeah. during this exhibit. We sold so many tickets <laughs> to this exhibition. That's great. Because I know some of our patrons went... Some of our wrestling fans win after we talk to them about it. Some of our friends just yeah. went. So, yeah, this is... If you want to hear us gush for an hour and 19 minutes about how much we love Jim Henson and how we felt when we met Scooter, uh, <laughs> listen to this episode. 
And it also inspired our next episode. Yeah, I have the, like, I, 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 I still think about when I walked into the room and it was the wall of all of the episodes playing mm-hmm. and how it was just like, I did not come here to feel. Yeah, they were playing every episode of The Muppet Show at the same time. Like, I was doing okay when it was his early works, but when I turned the corner into The Muppet Show room, mm-hmm. I utterly collapsed. Yeah. Like emotionally, like mm-hmm. I start crying. Mm-hmm. I was really glad we went really early in the day. Yeah, because otherwise, like, had more people been there, I think it would have been really embarrassing. Well, because what I remember is we went through, and we were good journalists who were and, and took so many taking pictures, notes, taking pictures, and planning to like discuss this. And then when we got to the exit, we're like, "Do you want to just go through again and be fanboys and fangirls?" And that's what we did. Uh, yeah, we literally walked through it twice. We went through twice, just like, oh my god! And uh, the woman, like, at the front of the exhibit just kind of laughed. Yeah. Which gave me the impression we uh, we were not the first to do it. Yeah. And that mural, I just, if I want to, like, choke myself up, I just think about how somebody wrote at the top of that mural, the Muppets were alive, or Kermit the Frog was alive, and so was Jim Henson. Yeah. And you just hear me like... Uh, so good. It was so good. God, I, I'm so glad we went. Jim Henson is the only pop figure of a real human being I own. Yeah, because I'm like I'm very attached to Jim Henson, Love Jim Henson. emotionally, and I greatly enjoyed his uh, The Cube. The next episode, that I we didn't do. greatly enjoy it, but uh, I thought it was very interesting. It's absurdist, and uh... I know that I'm a like. I just, I've never been that into absurdism. I, I mean, I'm always a big fan of bottle episodes. Like, I love the movie Phone Booth, where he spends the whole time in a phone booth. So, the things that they accomplish inside the singular cube is very entertaining and interesting. I so. can, I don't regret watching it, but it was a very difficult episode yeah. for me to take notes on. Th- there's no way I could watch another episode of it. No. <laughs> But yeah, that was fascinating. And uh, the thumbnail is a picture I took from the exhibit. So there. Yay. Uh, Then we have a special edition. We have uh, a special edition of episode 36, Turn On, because our friend Bailey told me that he went to go see uh, Turn On at the, uh, the Paley Center. And then the next day, it was on YouTube. And I was like, what do you mean it's on YouTube? (laughs) Yeah, because it had been impossible to find for a very long time. So, uh, we rushed back and I made a special edition of this episode with clips. uh, Because there was a lot of people who were very upset that there were no clips during the first episode of Turn On. Because we couldn't get clips. Yeah. So, uh... And... and this kind of goes back into, it was immediately pulled again. Yeah, it was immediately pulled afterwards. Uh, it disappeared amazingly, like, almost immediately after I put this episode out. So now I believe, like, this might be the most... I th- Well, someone else, or the, probably the same person, put it up again. And, and it's just going to be the eternal whack-a-mole. I, I think we can hint at something in the future. We made ourselves back to the Paley Center recently. We did. And the girl who runs the the archive was like, have you ever been here before? And we said, yes. And she said, what did you see? And we said, we saw Turn On. 
and she went, that's so funny. Someone from the Midwest was so excited to see that recently. And we kind of looked at each other like, did they rip it? (laughs) Because that's interesting that you have that memory of someone coming in to watch Turn On and then it ended up on YouTube. Yeah, we were like, and I will say, it wasn't me. And like, you can argue like, it did air, so maybe someone taped it, but the second episode didn't, and they were both up on YouTube. And no one taped it. And no one taped it also. It was the 60s. VHS and VCRs are not in existence yet. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, This episode did not do nearly as well as our first attempt at uh, Turn On. Uh, I actually still got, we still get comments on the original episode 36. Way more than we get comments on this one. Um, Are they mad about the fact that it's uh, not the full episode still? uh, Yeah. Uh, Apparently it's on the web archive now. Okay. Uh, So you can watch it there. Um, A couple people uh, just discussing uh, the fact that this exists now on our comments. Uh, Do you remember how this episode ends? This, uh, the turn-on redux? Or the original turn-on? They they both end the same way. How do they end? Uh, you, you talk about how you found the show really disturbing and that you didn't like it because it was upsetting and that you wanted to see a red panda. So it ends with a picture of a red panda. Yay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that I specifically demand a red panda. That feels very on-brand. And also tells you that this was older because I didn't go to my usual well of raccoon. Yeah. Uh, Guys, I love raccoons. <laughs> Well, when we originally recorded it, I believe we go to the zoo afterwards and see a red panda. We so I think it was absolutely fresh on your did. mind, yeah. Uh, next, uh, we finally fulfill a promise that we made to our patrons, and we do Evil Monkeys from yes. the BBC. Something that we were going to do and then vanished, and then we finally found it again and were able to do it. Uh, what a weird, terrible reality show this was. I just remember it not being what we thought it was. I thought it was a prank show. Yeah, this one was strange. And it it's also very difficult to do a show centered around celebrities that you have no idea who they are. I have are. no idea who they are. They were British Jersey Shore was basically the way it was explained. Yes. Uh, it's another game show and like we talk about we try to talk about game theory, but it's so like Clearly, the point of this is to embarrass these three people. Yes. Not to have a cohesive game. It was so. very peculiar in that way. Uh, anything else to say about, about Evil Monkeys? I don't have much to, to add. No, I, it was fun for us to do. Because I really enjoy our next episode. Yes, our next episode was The Selection. Yes. I re- This one was one of my favorite ones we did because it was fun to revisit a world I at one point very much enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I really enjoyed these books. And it was really fun to kind of come back to books I had really liked for a while and then see how, oh yeah, that's right. The protagonist is really annoying. Yeah. America. <laughs> yeah, America. And it, they, they lean so much harder on 
how incredibly on the nose her name is. Yeah. In like the opening crawl for the selection. <laughs> that woman's name was America. America. And I was like, oh, wow. I didn't fully grasp how comically on the nose this was mm-hmm. until now. And I'm like, oh, how did I not grasp that? That's not subtle. <laughs> I, I feel like this was my most stay tuned show we covered. This you were was, genuinely I down. I was like, I would watch this every week. <laughs> I am down for whatever this is. I love reality show crap. Yes, I, I remember watch, reading this and choosing it because uh, when I we were starting to watch... I was starting to watch reality shows for really the first time with you. Mm-hmm. And being like, oh, it's a dystopian fiction, but it's also a reality show. This seems fun. Mm-hmm. And it was. And then, way, way back in the 1980s, secret government employees dug up famous guys and ladies and made amusing genetic copies. It's Clone High Reboot. Uh, we did this not because it is a one-season wonder, but because it, it was is, undoomed, it was undoomed. This was going to be the undoomed project because uh, we wanted to cover the shows that we said were doomed and then came back. And we started with Clone High, which was a very interesting episode because we kind of walked away from Clone High thinking it's different now, but it had to be. Yeah, it's kind of lost some of its magic, but. Also because we've gotten older. But it's pretty good. Yeah. And then YouTube told me, no, this is awful and everything is ruined. (laughs) If you look online for Stay Doom, or I'm sorry, Clone High, uh, like, video essays, everyone hated it. I definitely didn't hate it. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Uh, I... Because what we kind of realize is this is what a teen show is now. Yeah, it's got more of that Riverdale-y feel. Yeah. Uh, I think that's very... I think it's very emblematic of reboots or long-delayed sequels of the original audience not understanding it might not be for them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but still fun. It ends with a murder game show, so you know I was happy. Yeah, it it really was going... It was gunning for you specifically a lot. And then they made a musical theater episode to throw me a bone. Yes, absolutely. There you go. Laura, Laura, go get it. Uh, then the plan was we were going to do The Quest. Yes, so Clone High, that's in July... Three months ago. It is the final episode of Stay Doomed. And was our last true Stay Doomed episode. We actually did record part one of the quest, and I believe the file is corrupted. I'm trying to fix it. I think we would have to rewatch. We would have to rewatch it in order to do the quest. Uh, but we were informed that covering struck work was in violation of the actors and writers' strike. And in doing so would disqualify us from joining the union. So we politely chose not to risk our careers. And we came out with Tune Out. Yes, because I I think that first episode is so interesting. Because you can tell we're kind of scrambling. Yeah. In a way that you generally don't see us 
scramble. Mm-hmm. It's, it's by far one of our shortest episodes. It's only 23 minutes. And it's kind of us just like explaining what's happening. Yeah, it's us. Like the night we find out we can't do it anymore. Like two nights after the guidance comes out, it came across our desks. And we mm-hmm. went like, oh my God, we can't run. Yeah. So we had to come up with some new things to talk about. And uh, these are kind of recent, so I don't know if we'll have a lot to say about these things. Uh, But the first thing we did was the Taskmaster casting, which is our most popular episode of Tune Out. This one was fun. Yeah. It was kind of just like a fun game where we picked a genre or a group of people and would cast what the Taskmaster uh, assistant and contestants would be. I'd do it again. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I knew towards the end you get upset with me. <laughs> Why did I get upset with you? Because I said, uh, the, the last one we do is like food mascots. And yeah. you're like, this is dumb. <laughs> I don't know who these people are. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, but this is, this was a tough time for us. You, I think it becomes clearer we're struggling. Uh, because what ends up happening is like, it stops... Being the show. Yes. And, like, the numbers on on these episodes also kind of show that, like, what we're creating is not Stay Tuned. And, it, and it's not a show. Like, no. This is the first time I've ever felt like we were just making content. Yes. And I've never... I, I don't like it. I, I will be yeah. level of... Uh, there are episodes individually that I enjoyed. I enjoyed the one... Are, are we still going in order? or We can just kind of pick around here because I don't want to break down every tune out. Uh, uh, the books episode I actually genuinely enjoyed doing. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed doing when we discussed the fall lineup and the strike. But like this is content. The two listicles. Yeah. Like they were fun episodes to do, but I, I really did feel like I was making content. Yeah, the list episodes, I really like those episodes, but they're basically react videos. It stops being about, hey, we're two people doing a deep dive on this very interesting topic that not a lot of people know about, to you are here because you like Noah and Laura. Mm-hmm. And this is their reaction to X. And that's not what we want it to be. No, I've, I've never wanted this to be about me or my personality. Yeah, and also that's not going to help us grow. No. Like, if your first episode of our podcast is a tune out, it's not going to really grab you. No. Because, like, part of what made tune out work is that you know us. I mean, like, The Worst Con, which is another uh, Noah solo. Like... You're really not going to care about that unless you know who I am and know that I do stand-up. Or as I put here on YouTube, strand-up on our strand-up episode because <laughs> I'm an idiot and don't know how to spell. Um, yeah, this was a weird time. I really enjoyed doing them, but they're very um, self-indulgent. And I, I don't even really enjoy doing them. Really? You didn't, like... I felt like some of these you enjoyed. Like books. Like. I enjoyed books, yes. Uh, I... 
like I said, this is the first time I've ever felt like I was just making content, and mm. I don't enjoy that sensation. Yeah. I have not enjoyed the feeling that I'm just making content. And, like, I know fans of ours really liked it, because they're fans of ours. <laughs> so, like, I'm glad that people enjoyed it, uh, but I'm very excited to get back to doing Stay Doomed. Yeah, I mean, we're... we're hoping that the Screen Actors Guild is getting gets their way soon because uh, I, I miss doing the show as the show and like what bums me out about this is we were very excited for the post-mortem to be episode 200 yeah we were on our way to 200 um, and we were going to do the cape yes we were really looking forward to doing the cape uh, but we never got a five year anniversary, and that really does make me sad. Yeah, like on top like this post mortem is not the five year anniversary victory lap I wanted it to yeah. be. Yeah, on top of that, like during tuned out, we on uh, Podbean hit a hundred thousand downloads, and it never felt right to bring that up on a tuned out. D- this like accomplishment. Yeah, like we. It's so sad. Because I, I remember, like, when we were doing the, the selection, I was like, oh my god, we're going to hit it soon. And then we hadn't hit it by Clone High, and then I believe we hit it around Taskmaster. And, like, now we're at 101,000. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we missed the, the moment. Yeah, and, like, it's it's a moment. Like, I don't know... What what do we do for a fifth? Because we had some ideas. There were things we were hoping to do yeah, for a fifth anniversary, but nothing felt appropriate because it was all really acknowledging struck work or... We were considering doing for episode 200 or 201 because 200 was going to be the cape. Uh, we were considering doing a tier list of every show we watched uh, and like all this other stuff that was going to be like fun and interesting and the strike really put a pause on all of that. And, like, the show became very different. And, like, of course we stand with the writers. And, of course, we stand with the actors. And we want to do what's right. Uh, but, unlike them, we can't stop doing this weekly show. Because then the show's over. Yes. So it put us in a very, like, weird situation. So we ended up doing Tuned Out, and, like, there's no growth during this time. There's no new subscribers during this time. Like, and this is not to say that I don't appreciate each and every one of you that stuck with us through it. And I know that lots of you gave us good feedback on these episodes. But, you know, it, we the Stay Doomed brand had disappeared for a bit, and it, it was a bummer. I also had, like, some illness in my family during this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which, you know, contributed to mental health challenges for me. So, like, I have had a rough time with the tuned out era. Mm -hmm. Like, I have felt tuned out. Yeah. Like, you can kind of vouch. It's sometimes a struggle to get me to record. Yes. Yes. Uh, There there was definitely a few times where it was just like... We need to record or we we won't have an episode. episode. Yeah. And it's not like that as often with the Stay Doomed episodes Mm -hmm. uh because there's usually like a little bit more enthusiasm because i'm like oh i want to talk about x y and z or even if the show's terrible like a heathers or a blonde 
Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I got to process this. Yeah. Like, it was... like I need to a, yell about this on the internet. Watching a Stay Doomed is, like, a very interesting experience in itself. Because, like, we would watch some of it, and then, like, we knew what we were talking about, like, over dinner or on a walk. Yes. Like, because it was like, all right, so let's process what we just saw. Why is that miserable? <laughs> and... Uh, the fact that that was gone is like a very missing element uh, for just what we produce in general. So the listicle, like the listicle episodes, were easy to do, mm-hmm. but they are the most like we're making content. Yeah, that I felt. I'm like, oh, good. I'm Watch Mojo now. Yeah, and n- not even we're Watch Mojo. We're watching a Watch Mojo. Yeah, we're reacting. discussing it. Uh, it's interesting. I really enjoyed when we did the TV mistakes because it was more plugged into us. Yeah. And our content and, like, the end of it being... Freaks and uh, Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. Like, which is how we fits. ended season four. Yeah, like, it all fits so well together. Uh, and now this, like, when we did the movies, I was like... They're not really hitting the ones we covered. No. <laughs> so the the only thing that we covered was movie thirty four or forty eight or forty. Movie forty three. Forty three. And it's also very difficult because these articles are written with like children dying. Yeah. Will Smith turned down a role. Yeah. Like it's so. Just it's so weird to. Um, pull these things together into a list that doesn't feel. Totally dissonant. Yeah. It, it's It's been a, a weird time. Yeah, I... We're doing our best. Um, I I have found this time really challenging. I really miss doing the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made it back to the Paley Center, and we have a couple things we haven't really been able to produce mm-hmm. uh, that we were really excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've actually started to think about, like, how we can move forward, because... It's the end of October. Yes. Uh, which means we are heading into our planned hiatus. Yes. Uh, we usually take a hiatus in the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, because life um, finds a way. <laughs> to be annoying and busy. So we will be taking off the month of November. Yes. Uh, content will still roll out on this channel. It will not be your standard stay doomed, of course. It will not be your standard tune out as well. Uh, so things will be rolling out on the channel. It'll be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to take this hiatus to kind of restructure the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plan currently for the Patreon, I want to double check and like make some changes based off of the questionnaire Yes, that I put out. Uh, but right now, uh, it's kind of a bit like our Patreon. Is yes. like At the $1 level, you like my gaming channel. At the $5 level, you like uh, Stay Doomed. And then there's a $7 level that's there literally as a joke. And then there's like a $20 deluxe level. Uh, And with everything that's been going on, there hasn't been... uh, We haven't really been pulling through with uh, what we've promised in our Patreon. No. So what we're hoping is to do a relaunch when we come back in December. Yes. Uh, The new plan is we are still going to have the $1 uh, gaming level. There will be a $5 Stay Doomed level. And then there will be a more expensive uh, Plus 2 Wrestling, Plus 2 Essays uh, level. 
Okay. Uh, plus two wrestling is what I do is Scott Holiday, and uh, that's going pretty well. I will Great. say. Uh, I don't make it every week, but uh, I try to make it every week, and it's a, it's a wrestling YouTube channel I do as my alter ego, and uh, yeah, it it gets emotion. So I'm a big fan of doing that, and I've wanted to do video essays for a while. And I think the thing that always stops me from doing it is I always want there to be a schedule. And I'm just not going to do that. I'm just going to make a channel. And when I want to make an essay, I want to put an essay up. Because I had a plan to launch it in December. And I'm not going to. I'm going to make one during the hiatus and just put it up. Yeah, I I think uh, the calendar is sometimes... uh, Mm -hmm. We get a little bit crushed under the calendar. Well, I also... With so many different ways of doing content. I also think of like my favorite video essayists, like your Eyepatch Wolf, uh, Nightmind, Drew Gooden, uh, and they just put it up when it's done. And that's what I'm going to start doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to put it up when it's done. I mean, I I love Jenny Nicholson, and Jenny Nicholson just puts out random stuff whenever. Yeah, she hasn't put anything out in a year. <laughs> And, and we, I've watched. And we still love her. I've watched that four-hour Evermore video twice. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's something I will put on while I'm doing other things. So I think I've watched the video once across two four-hour yeah. viewings. Uh, that being said, when we come back in December, we will come back as Stay Doomed. The strike may still be continuing, but. In compliance with the actor strike, we can do game shows Mm -hmm. and we can do British television. So that will be our focus. And we do have at least one uh, travel-y one that we're hoping to do. I mean, that will probably be what we do first. Yeah. So do you want to just reveal it Uh, and have a month of hype? For what what is to come? For 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 a visit to a hotel we do not plan to stay at. That was not the thing I was discussing. Oh. Uh, I was talking about what we saw at the Paley Center. Oh! I was saying the travely ones, meaning more like the Jim Henson exhibit where we went somewhere and talked oh. about it. Well, we went somewhere we went to the Paley Center. So, yes, we are going to do the Jackie Gleason show. Yes. No, uh, we're going to do You're in the Picture. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> not the Jackie Gleason show. Uh, you're I'm in the tired. Picture, the Jackie Gleason hosted show. Uh, which is a game show. And then the second episode, which is one of the most fascinating half an hours of television I've ever seen in my life. Yes. So that will be what we come back with in December. Yes. If you want to watch that, you can head over to the Paley Center, because that's the only place you can watch it. This has been on the to-do list for years. We're also... Trying to plan a trip to the Cartoon Network Hotel in yes. Lancaster, Pennsylvania, which is what I thought we were talking about. That's okay. Uh, so that is the plan for the future. Uh, again, content will continue to roll out on this channel uh, throughout the month of November, but we're going to take a break. We're going to try to get everything more in order and make this the best experience for you, the Grave Diggers. So... Uh, What I'd like you to do is head on over to our description of this very video, if you're on YouTube, or this very podcast, wherever podcasts are sold that you're listening to this, and there will be a questionnaire about what you'd like the future of Stay Doomed to look like uh, post-strike. Yes. And uh, we will uh, provide you with the best content 
that we can. We are admittedly hoping that in the month of November and the two planned December episodes already, uh, we're really hoping that buys us enough time that we'll be able to just get back to it with a re- the p- small pile of episodes we had already planned. Yeah. Uh, uh, our first real episode back is very likely to be The Quest. Uh, yes. Because that is a, a debt we owe. Yes, there are actors in it, so we can't just do that, even yes. though it's a reality show. It is not compliant. That That yes. is struck work. And we will probably have to re-record episode one. <laughs> I would like to anyway, because I think if we tried to watch the second half of yeah, The Quest... Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. Uh, I'd be like, oh, the brother. One of them's smart and one of them's also there. Yay. <laughs> There are three siblings. I remember that. Uh, so, thank you so much for listening. Uh, anything else you want to add about uh, season five of Stay Doomed? This was an odd season, and I, um, I, I've had a really hard time for a number of reasons this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the biggest single factor is this is the season everything has come back in, like, the world. Yeah. And I think we got very comfortable doing Stay Doomed in quarantine or at least seasonal quarantine. Yeah. Because even when like things were coming back in 2022, once Omicron surged, we were back in the house again for three months, roughly. And so it has been increasingly bizarre to figure out the balance. Yeah. Uh, it's also very interesting, I, I just want to point this out, that this will be episode 195 of Stay Doomed, which means that we did 29 episodes of Stay Doomed. In roughly a year. In, in yeah, in, uh, yeah, in, I mean, the, the last postmortem came out October 26th, so, so in exactly roughly- a year. Uh we put out so many more videos than that, though, because there's so many Blood Drive. Yeah, there's Blood Drive shorts, is four of them. Uh, and then there's all the Tune Out episodes. So it's just, it's interesting to think about. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, where can people find us? You can still email us at the Stay Doomed Show at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Stay Doomed. And if you want to talk to me about your thoughts on Stay Doomed and this past season and what the future will look like in the future what the future will look like in the future, then please do the questionnaire I talked about. If your current idea of optimism is, my body will be dashed upon these rocks, I'm at priorities. Until next time, stay doomed.